besties. We're so glad you're here. I'm Alex. And I'm Lauren. And we're telling you stories from the Bible. We're your Bible besties. Welcome back for another episode as we work our way through the great book of Genesis. Oh my gosh, we're so close to wrapping this bad boy up. Yeah, like, we're in Genesis chapter 40. Look at you. You've basically read all of Genesis if you're if you're not a newbie. If you're a newbie, hi, welcome to the Bible. You should go back. There's good stuff back there. If you've listened to every episode, you know more Bible than 85% of Christians. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe not that That might far. be, I don't know if that's backed up by any research. Hi, we're just making things up. Yeah, it's kind of our theme here is sometimes I do cook things up. That's right. I'm telling you the Bible, but I'm not reading this bad boy. I'm telling it as best as I can remember it. And Lauren here is going to try to keep me on track and make sure I don't make too much stuff up. Yep. That seemed fair. That is fair. And today we have a pretty uh, significant story in the book of Genesis. Um, We're back in the land of Egypt and the characters at play today are Joseph and Pharaoh. Oh yeah, Pharaoh's Many back. many plays, musicals have been made about this story. This guy's got a Donny Osmond flair. Yeah, it's a little honest. bit like Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. It is precisely what that is. This what story yes. always makes me remember third grade, and it was Rose Hill Elementary, and there was a musical in the winter. Joseph and the you? Technicolor Dreamcoat. Who Dream were Coat. you, Lord? Well, it was Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat to rock and roll theme. And I well, that's was, what that is. Right. I was cast as Pharaoh, who took on the persona of Elvis Presley. Oh, my god. It's gosh. my only public singing, Lord, recorded singing. Lauren Halad as Elvis yeah. Pharaoh. I love it. Well, maybe that's going to... Oh, should that just show up in this? No, I'm not going to try know. to bite no, no, off no, no. Joseph. And the Donny Osmond's very litigious. He's good. What is the word? Is that what it means when you take litigation? Yeah, litigious. He's going to take. He's not order. afraid to th- slap a lawsuit on your plate. That's what I'm saying. And this podcast is far too feeble to support that sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, well, but today, guys, we have dreams. We have famine. Oh, we have Joseph. We have. A promotion. Oh man! We have royal garb, gold necklaces. A We've got bit a of lot a pretty today. Woman theme We've going even on. got a little bit of a of a comeback mantra scene happening. Oh here. yeah! And, this and is it's it. all for you, prepared today by Alex. As always, hi. So, how about we set the stage? It's been two years since Joseph tra- like figured out that dude's dream in the uh, in the, the cupbearer, the cupbearer's dream, and the baker, and the cupbearer and the baker. Forgot to let the Pharaoh know who discerned their dream. So it's two years later, and Joseph's still in that pit, still in the prison. I mean, Mr. Manager, obviously. Right. The guards still love him. Um, but he's still wasting away in there. And uh, we cut to the Pharaoh's boudoir. The Pharaoh of Egypt. His bedroom in Egypt. And he is just tucked in for a good night's sleep. But let's enter. Let's Let's pan the camera in. And we're zooming into his face. And now those wavy lines go across. The Pharaoh is now standing in deep, deep reeds, right? Like tall reeds is more like it. In the Nile. And he's looking around at this great source of all life and and prosperity in the land of Egypt. And what should he see? He he hears him say this. What am I seeing? And what he sees are two. Just some of the fattest cows you ever seen. I mean, how many, Lauren? I seven, forget. Seven. seven plump cows. Seven just of the 
thickest cattle you ever seen. Standing right by the nine. And they're just like... Because the Nile looks so good. It's so, it's so full. Man, it's a fat year, bud. And he's watching this cow. But what should start emerging from the Nile? The Nile begins to, to, to recede a little bit and reveal some real spooky, like zombie looking cows. I mean, thin, gaunt. I'm talking serious black from the Harry Potter books then. I'm talking creepy. I'm talking sunken eyes. I'm talking like skin and bones. And he goes, get those cows a sandwich. And what do they do? It gets creepier. They start moving closer to the fat cows. Like, oh, good. Maybe we'll get something to eat. Well, fat cows are no longer eating. The gaunt, skinny zombie cows unhinge their jaws. Like... I don't know what, like real creepy. You know the movies, like the the monsters, like when people are like other creatures, their mouth gets extra big. And this is what the cows do. They just start sagging slack. And what do they do? Like a flipping python, start gobbling eating the fat cows, eating them whole. It's really unsettling. I know this is an audio medium, but... These, this is a real yuck dream as they gulp down a full cow. It gets into their belly and you're imagining, oh, these thin cows about to become fat cows because they just did that. No, they remain gaunt and creepy and gross. And he is so yucked out because now those cows are looking at him. Like ghost cows. I don't know. What does a zombie cow sound like? <laughs> like that. And he's like, ah! and he wakes up in a start, just sweating like you wouldn't believe. He's like, ah, 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 mom, 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 I mean, magicians. I need a magician quick. Because Pharaohs cannot deal with this. So he, he he's scared. Someone talks him back to sleep. They play music because that's what Pharaohs do. And they put on a little magic show for him to bring up his spirits. And he goes back to bed. He's better. So then he, uh, when he gets up in the morning, he has to talk. What? Why? Lauren's giving me a look like I've missed something. No, Tell me. No, he, Tell me if I've missed something. Yeah. He, so he first dreams about the seven plump cows and the seven skinny, ugly cows. Right. Then he falls back asleep and he dreams. A oh, then it's dream. about plants. Then it's about. Okay. Uh, and behold, seven ears of grain, plump and good, were growing on one stalk. Yeah, I know this one. I got it. Basically, same dang thing happens, but this time with plants. Not as creepy, because this time somehow, like, crummy plants eat fat plants, and all the grain gets gobbled up. Same deal. Seven yucky grains eat seven good grains. And then he woke up in the morning, and his spirit was troubled. Oh, yeah. He had nightmares about seven skinny things eating seven fat things. Which, you know... Dreams are dreams. It's cool. So what he does is he goes to his magicians and is like, guys, I need help. I need, oh yeah, let me put on my pharaoh voice. <laughs> sevens, sevens, I need your help. I need your help. Look, I've had a terrible dream and I need you to figure it out. And they go, obviously, sir, this is what we do. They're very spooky because they're like, Basically like little wizards walking around pretending they know magic. So he tells the wizards his dream just as I said it. Creepy unhinged jaw. 
they're scared to death because he's really good at voices. And then they say, oh, man, I don't know what to do with that, Lord. And he's like, get me a drink. And the cupbearer shows up. He's like, man, I'm having a really tough time with this dark dream of creepy zombie cows. And he's like, wow, sure, that'd be, uh, that is a little intimidating. Uh, you you want to tell me about it? And he tells him about zombie cows. Scares the life out of him, mind you. He's like, geez, Laura, that is pretty scary. Hey, <gasps> oh my goodness, sir, you have no idea how embarrassed I am about this. But I would be, I'm a real fool. For two years, I've clearly had amnesia. Remember that time you thought I did a bad and you threatened me and the the, the baker with, with execution? Well, 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 while that was happening, I had many dreams. Lord, and, and it was a recurring dream that troubled me as it troubled you. And I was in prison, and I met this fella. Uh, Jib, Jib, Jorbin, Jebin, Josser, Jerfer. Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> and he goes, right, right, it was Joseph. And he told me what my dream meant. He has the power of discerning dreams. It all came true. It was amazing. You should talk to him. And he goes, Fetch me this Jorb Jim Joss Joseph. Joseph. Fetch me this Joseph. So, word goes down the pipeline, down into the pit. Joseph's mopping up the schlop. He's doing like GED classes now. He's leading all of them through that. He's just such a model little like prisoner. He's, he's bringing like, prisoners different books. Yeah, he's like, he's he's very Andy Dufresne in this thing. He's <laughs> like, well, if you need me to do your taxes, Warden, you just let me know. I am very good at bookkeeping. Yes, all right. Well, anyways, um, yes. So, oh, what is this? And there's like a note. There's a message. He's He's been told, hey, you're being called up to the big time because you can discern dreams. And he's like, get out of here. Oh my gosh. And the guards are like, oh, that's so exciting. And he's like, I know. Maybe it's my day. Oh, I can't go dressed like this. I can't go before a king. You understand. I can't go before a pharaoh dressed in these rags. I'm sorry, men. I've done my best in making this look as, as presentable as possible. But I need, uh, 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 if I can be so honest, I need a makeover. And they go, oh yeah, don't go for it, Cleveland. We're going to give you a real makeover. So imagine now Pretty Woman. You know she's brought into the store and they're like, Pretty Woman. They're doing the, the like the montage there in all those movies where you put on like seven outfits and he keeps <laughs> popping out like, oh, how's this? And the guard's are like, oh, nice. That's very good. All very to get good. dressed up to go see Pharaoh. <laughs> and he comes out this time. He's got like real tall hair. And he's like, how about this? And they're like, oh, that looks fantastic. And he's like, Thank you. And finally, there's there's a there's one where they're like washing his feet and he's getting his nails did. And he just looks great. Shave everything. He shows up looking like the bell of the ball. I mean, real like, what are those movies? What's one of them where like, from zero to hero. You know what I mean? Miscongeniality. Mis <laughs> right? He's so Sandra he's Bullock. Sandra Bullock he's Sandra Bullock so hard. And he shows up and, he's, and everyone's like, Whoa, two, two, four, seven, you're a knockout. <laughs> They're like, we'll get you to the pharaoh and you're going to make a great impression. Even on the him. guards are turning the their heads. The guards are just like, whoa, hubba hubba, look at that. I he thought he was a prisoner. I thought he was a loser. Yeah, so he shows up at the pharaohs, just decked out to the nines, looking like a real magician. 
And uh, I mean, not as nice as his old coat, but he's looking good. So he shows up and the Pharaoh's like, bring this Job and Jim Joseph. Joseph to me. And he's like, hello, my liege. And he walks in and he looks fresh to death. He looks like he's supposed to be there. This is his day. Like, this is how he was raised to be treated. It's like he's pitching on Shark Tank. He is. He's like, boy, do I have some dreams for you. And he comes in just super humble because he knows that's what powerful dudes like. And he's like, you're Joseph, I assume. And he goes, yes, my liege, I am Joseph. And he says, I am to understand you are a great discerner of dreams. And he says, ah. If only I had such gifts. No, such power only belongs to the Lord God. And he goes, Whoa, that was heavy. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, well, uh, yes, I will tell you my dream and you will discern. And he goes, Yes, of course. That's exactly what I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll do that, but only with the help of God. So there's a little turn here. He's got a little bit more humility in this one. He's recognized... The first time he's like, oh, dummy, don't you dreams? Yeah, that's all I do. This time he recognizes it's time to come at this with humility. He's getting a taste of what he lost. He doesn't want to lose it again. Because last time he discerned a dream, it was supposed to get him out of there, and it didn't. So he's given all power to God, all this, so he finally does it. The Pharaoh Spooky talks about the whole thing. Juicy, fat rear-ended cows getting gobbled up by the unhinged jaws of zombie cattle. Yucky dead grain gobbling up flat grain that you see on the front of like a Cheerios box. Eats it up seven on seven. He goes, wow, dude, that was a wild dream and very spooky with the cows. Wow, that was wild. Well, you know what? I have some wild news for you because God has God has discerned these dreams and given me a glimpse of what they mean. And he goes, go ahead, let's hear it. <sighs> these stupid magicians of mine haven't been able to figure it out. And he goes, yes, well, they are. Listen, not all of us are so close to God. But anyways, I'll tell you this. These two dreams, they're the same ding-dang dream. Did you notice this, the similarities between them? <gasps> seven. And he goes, oh my gosh, you're right. Seven things ain't seven things in both of them. Fat were eaten by skinny. And he goes, yes, isn't that wild? Yes, I am. I am onto something, I think. No, it is absolutely what's going to happen. This is a portent of our future as a society. You, as leader of this society, are entrusted with its care. And let me say, you are looking at seven fat, juicy, plump years of ample harvest and food. Boy, howdy, we are all going to get so fat on the fat of this land. It is going to be great. However, as we saw in your dream, the zombies are coming. <gasps> no, no, wait, not that. Sorry. What I mean is like, um, it's going to get bad. Seven really lean years. I mean, gaunt. I mean, we're going to look rough. So if I were you, and this is just coming from me. I have many years experience in management, as you understand. If you'd like to see my CV, you can check it out. Um, but uh, Follow me on LinkedIn. You can check me out on LinkedIn. I mean, uh, the experience I have is quite astounding. If, if, I mean, truth be told, if you need someone to help manage this, I could. But what I'm saying is, should you have an adequate manager, like I am, 
you should maybe start considering maybe a, a, a sort of storage plan. Perhaps in these fat years we can save a bit, a percentage, store it up, so that in the lean years we have more than ample food, because we will have more to eat now than we can possibly eat. Let's play it safe, and uh, I would recommend, again, if you have adequate management, and I'm not going to lie, it I have never found a manager that I was satisfied with. You should see the amount of free groceries I get around here. Anyways, if you could do that, I think that'd be wise. So saith the Lord, God bless him forever. Whoa! The Pharaoh's just like, whoa! This is some heavy stuff. Wow! You know, that makes a whole lot of sense. Hey, cupbearer! Yes, yes, Lord. And he's like, yeah, this guy's great. Why didn't you tell me about him two years ago? Wow! Whoa! Okay, great. You know what? Tell me again about this management experience you have. And Joseph just lays into it. Like, everything he's done, how hard he's had to hustle, all the unfair stuff. He's like, wow, that's a wild story. Well, guess what, bud? I have great news for you. You're coming out of that pit of yours. You're not going back to jail. Say hello to Mr. Manager, and out from behind comes a beautiful coat. I mean, like, just the most decorative ornamental gem. A little badge, a sash, everything he's ever wanted. And he's like, oh my goodness, it's happening. It's real. You like me. You really like me. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm all right song. You know, he's just like <laughs> going nuts. Like, my power's turned on. Starting right now, I'll be strong again. Because he's getting it back. Everything. His pretty woman worked. His whole, like, steez of humility and this all worked out. Which is good, because the dude needed humility, if I'm being honest. He finally realized you can't walk around like a little snob all the time. Even if you're not supposed to be in prison, don't act like a snob. With his humility, he's restored back to his former glory. He's now, like, in charge of what? Like, everything? He's second in command to Pharaoh. This is what it said. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed oh, him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. Oh my And gosh. he made him ride in his second chariot and they called out before him, bow the knee. Thus he set him over all the land of Egypt. So essentially here, he, he makes him second in command, takes him in a chariot, parades around Egypt and tells people to bow down before him. Oh my gosh. So yeah, this is way bigger than his little podunk king of his own family career. He's just got a wild promotion. And uh And yeah. he uh and Pharaoh also uh gives arranges a marriage for him. I forgot that. Joseph has two children Ooh. from this wife, and Joseph uh then goes about the work of ensuring that they store up oh yeah he does the dang grain thing. And admittedly and all the times we've teased him his results are pretty solid always he's a little little whiny about it maybe a little annoying but details are details man you know do your job and anyways he does it and everything works out for him and uh in the famine time uh guess who's being affected pretty uh, rough about it it's his family back home. His family's being affected by this seven-year famine that's coming. So next time, you will hear a story about the family coming to Egypt land and running into the new man in charge of Egypt. 
Uh, yeah, does that basically do it? How'd I do, Lauren? A plus. A plus. Thank you. This is the 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 curve is all thrown off. I just basically do excellent all the time. So, anyways, well, uh, this should come out near Halloween. Happy Halloween! Get that candy. Dress up as your favorite Bible character from Bible Besties. If you dress up as one of them, uh, send us a picture. Right? Yeah. Well, we hope you have a great week. Yeah. Bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. Since we're besties now, could you do us a favor? Visit iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Also, be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter and visit us at BibleBesties.com for exclusive content.